Oh, it's me. Hi. Welcome to Rain City Supercars. I'm Nick. <laughs> I'm Dan. Keep that in. <laughs> yep. We're still broadcasting at the Mountside Pub. Thanks to David. And we're brought to you by Haggerty, Avance, Carter Subaru, Rainier Beer, and InKind with AAT, and Griot's Garage. Speaking of which, we got a fancy code for our listeners. Finally. Finally. <laughs> well, <laughs> they gave it to us. We forgot. Yeah, it's RCS10. So yeah. if you want to get Griot's Garage products, you can go to griotsgarage.com or go to the store and give them the code RCS10, which will be on our website, and, and there, you get 10% off your products. Yeah, there's no stacking codes, just so you know, because I know there's some Avance members out there that had asked yeah. that too. But yeah, so just get your products. Yeah, we shared the love. Uh, speaking of that, we went to Griot's this weekend, and I'm really excited. They they uh, they gave us a little bit of their new um, ceramic coated uh, car wash that I, which is ironic because both of us washed our cars <laughs> before we went there. But uh, I can't wait to try it actually, um, and kind of see how how it works. I know it's going to work fabulous, but it's just yeah excited about it. Somewhat ironically, I am going to wash and detail the truck before the Avance event this weekend. Why? Because it'll look nice. Are you going to use it? I think so. Okay. I'm going to try the all the ceramic products and just dump them on there and see how it goes. Just, just dump them on there? So it'll just be full of bark and dirt under the truck, but top should look okay. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Which, by the way, we are going to be at the Avance uh, event this weekend. We have a couple of surprises. We'll have some... We'll have a few things. We'll, yeah, we, we have some, some giveaways. We have some prizes. We have an obnoxiously we, we large tent. You will not miss us at all. <laughs> and if you want them... No offense to our blind listeners. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's obnoxiously large. I can't wait to show people. We're going to be selling our shirts. We finally have shirts in, in yeah. stock. So, yeah. If you want a shirt, come out. Uh, you can pick one up. Absolutely. So, it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, but, yeah. How's your week been? So fun. Is, is it, is, have you had a good so week? much has happened. Are you going to make me mad? <laughs> <laughs> well, we talked about it last week. I got the monkeys, and I've been riding them <laughs> from town. I've been trying to sell a liver. Nobody wants to buy one. Well, so, we keep abusing it. <laughs> uh, it's, it's true. It's true. This bar abuses this liver. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but that is so much fun. I've had motorcycles my entire life. Literally, I've been riding motorcycles. Before I learned to ride a, a bicycle, I learned to ride a motorcycle. Mm -hmm. And this is one of, I think there's probably some like childhood joy I can't replace. But as far as an adult, this is the best bike I've ever had, which makes no sense. Granted, I've had an RC51, I've had a CBR1000RR, I've had a Street Fighter 1098, I've had multiple dual sports, I've had tons of dirt bikes. This thing is just so stupid fun to ride. <laughs> it's just, it's so tiny, and people laugh, but they're happy to see it. I wonder what this, I wonder if this is like owning a Volkswagen bus. <laughs> I mean, do you feel like people see you on that more than they would see you on a regular bike? Weirdly, yes. Okay. It's so small, but I think people are happy to see it, and they want to know what it is. They're like, why That's is this very large man riding this very small thing in town? Is that legal? I don't know. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he must have come out of living in a van down by the river. <laughs> yeah. Did you hear about that? Speaking of motorcycles, about that uh, that highest motorcycle museum in the world went up in flames today? It's in Austria or something, right? Yeah, but like apparently it's got a ton of like European yeah. racing history is gone now and i mean i was looking at the photos and it looks like the interior was nothing but like wood track which makes sense of why it burned to the ground but yeah it was um apparently a pretty catastrophic fire it's in the it's in the austrian alps i believe um oh man that's sad yeah it's a great so, place to ride so it makes sense but yeah. man that's sad yeah i was just off that topic you know of things so yeah huh. <laughs> i'm sorry i made you sad about your monkeys i'm just <laughs> making you sad because i don't have one yet Monkeys are happy, Nick. Why did monkeys you do that? are happy. Yeah, <laughs> you ever seen a caged monkey? They're not very happy. No, they're actually not. I ran into a few in Japan and a few in Thailand. They're not really happy. That's another subject for another. Time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
how much time do you spend with real monkeys? <laughs> That's like, you know, I think it was a joke. Cause somebody's like, you know, learn to defend yourself at 11 o'clock tonight. Well, what happens if something happens before that? <laughs> <laughs> what am I supposed to, how am I supposed to defend myself before the 11 o'clock news? <laughs> so, yeah. Well, I'm glad you're having a good week. I'm <laughs> having a week. Having a week, yeah. So, as you know, we had that huge windstorm here, and uh, and it was really cool to watch. Um, yeah, you got power. to use your chainsaw. I did. So that's actually. Let's, let's start with that. Let's, let's start, start with that. News. So I was driving. Home. It was it was the night, and I was it was raining sideways, and I was like, I need to kind of get out of the house and go, you know, walk somewhere. And so I went to Target and walked around, and then I went to Fred Meyer, and I was on my way home. And like we were uh, that that back road from your house that, that goes up to mine on the Sammamish Plateau, I think it's like two twenty eighth or something like that. Yeah, I can't remember. Anything. There's a giant tree down in the road, and I was like, oh, I wasn't in my my Subaru, and so I booked it home, got the Subaru, got my Dewalt chainsaw, and I go out there. And about the time I get there, there's cop lights around it, and I pull up, and the cop kind of drives by me, and I backed up on the street, and like I rolled down the window, and he's and he's like, "What do you want?" And I'm like. Uh, I have a chainsaw and instantaneously like, Oh really? You do good. Well, I mean, um, <laughs> and then we were sitting there laughing because we were like three blocks from the, uh, the fire department. I'm like, we don't need those fire boys to come down here with their saw to cut this up. <laughs> so it worked, it worked really, really well. Um, and I was laughing cause he goes, it fell on the road. And if you look at a road, you got the, 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 the dotted line, you got the white lines going down the side. He goes, just cut it to the white line. And I go, Oh Yeah. Those guys on bicycles, they don't need to get by here. He's like, yeah. It's like, okay. <laughs> so that was a lot of fun. Um, unfortunately, I went home and, and like watched the, the storm and the power was out for another 12 hours. But I, I was actually, I got up the next day and I got a message from some friends of ours, Aja, Aja and DJ, who are on the East Coast. And they're like, hey, there's some stuff on my porch. Could you go pick it up for me? Which they've asked me to do before. I'm close. And I'm like, oh, cool. I'm like, I'm like did you, how'd you guys weather the storm? And I'm like, uh, they're like, oh, we didn't know there was a storm. So I go out there, and they're off of Redmond, uh, between Redmond and Fall City there. And I stopped on the road, and the gentleman behind me didn't. <laughs> and so I'm getting a new rear hatch, a new rear bumper, and all kinds of stuff on my on my Subaru. It uh, actually goes in tomorrow. Well, it'll be in by the time we get at Queen City. Um, I'm going to keep the insurance people out of this, but I've been fighting with the insurance. Uh, the, 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 okay. the guy was very nice. I mean, he, you know, he, he looks at me and goes, I went for the brake. I hit the gas. I'm sorry, which was fine. My car protected yeah. me. I'm not sore Acc- at all. Wow, that's good. At all. I'm and glad I mean, he owned up to it. Accidents happen. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, he did. It was funny because, like, I mean, it's a lot of superficial damage. There's dents. I mean, but if you looked at my car from the far, you wouldn't know. But, like, the front of his car is his Honda. Like, the hood was railed back. The bumper's gone. The lights are gone. Like, yeah, yeah. But I'm fighting with that going back and forth. I was laughing because I got an initial quote from Queen City, which I cannot ever say enough good things about Queen City. Yeah, they don't work for me in the past, too. Good guys over there. And their quote came in at like $4,700. Yeah. And the other insurance company came back and says, we're going to give you $1,700. <laughs> and I went, no, we're not. <laughs> so I'm going to be dealing with that uh, this week. Hopefully, You shouldn't have to. Queen City. No, just, they're, they're, they're used yeah, to it. But it's just like, it, yeah. and it's funny because, uh, again, I'm not going to talk about the insurance company, but the gentleman that I'm working with, the agent there, is very nice, and and he goes, this is what's going to happen. He goes, we're going to come in really low. He goes, just know that. Because everything is done through their apps now. Yeah. You take photos, and then some ingester looks at the, the – and I'm like, you can't tell. Yeah. So it's been kind of an interesting week. Um, hopefully it won't be too traumatic. I'll probably end up with something really cool like Toyota Camry or something like that. So yeah. I'll be rolling like that. So yeah. Probably a Corolla, actually. Ooh, Corolla, yeah. yeah. Well, I told, you know. Oh, good mileage. I said that. I was like, I need a car that's comparable. Like, I don't need, I need a, a small truck or a small SUV or something because, I, you know, I want to use it. And we'll see. Um, who knows? But um, 
it's it's been interesting. The rest of the week was pretty good. Um, this weekend was good. You and I went took a drive down to Griot's, which I love. It's so much fun. I never get to say I go in there. I mean, if my you, whole life have been going there. It's if you just, haven't been to Griot's, and I'm saying this even if they weren't a sponsor right now, you should go down there just to see what's in the showroom. Yeah, there's a Viper ACR, there's the McLaren Senna, there's the McLaren 685LT, both painted in Marlboro racing colors, which if you look at them in person, look orange. They're not. Uh, the reason they were painted that rather orange, all Marlboro-sponsored cars, was a throwback to Senna, were painted in that odd back orange. When cigarette-sponsored cars. Yeah, back when racing was cooler. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> they were painted in that color because on TV they looked Marlboro red, and so that was due to the way just cameras worked back then it's almost a neon orange red yeah it's like a safety orange almost it's awesome color it's so cool but i mean and those cars together i mean i got a richard griot is the owner obviously of the cars and he is just they're spec gorgeously yeah they've got so cool that v8 e30 m3 two-door wagon that's their detail wagon the detail wagon which you've probably seen on the cover cars but the Lincoln steals the show for me, which is saying a lot when there's a senna oh nick's lincoln yeah nick's lincoln is still like the car i walk into and i'm just like Perfection. Yeah. If I could pick any car in there, I would immediately pick the Lincoln. The, over the Senna. Over the 675. And the 675 is the best car I've ever driven in my life, hands down. But that Lincoln, it just is never uncool. It was cool. And I have to say this. I, th- I feel like every time now when you're in the car community, people are like, I want, a, I want a Lincoln with suicide doors. Oh, did you watch Entourage? No, I didn't. And I don't care about it. But I did, and I still want one. Oh, did you? Okay, fair enough. <laughs> but that's fair not enough. why I want one. That's not why I want one. Yeah, it's just, it's way too, it's so gorgeous. The, I, I don't know if they've, I don't know if they've, have they featured that on the magazine or not? I think so. I want to say yes. Speaking of that, on all their new stuff, is uh, they're featuring a beautiful new 2021 Ford GT Carb, the first of the Carbon Edition. Yeah, and it's a local car. It's a local car. And you'll know because the license plate says Carbon. Yeah, it in Washington. Carbon yeah. on Carbon on Carbon. Oh, so pretty. Yeah. Carbon fact, interior, actually, carbon exterior, carbon everything. If, if you're listening to this on Friday, they actually released a ton of photos of it on their website on Monday yeah. of, of the car. It's just, it's one of those cars that just looks, I mean, it's just mean looking, but. I didn't think the Ford GT could look better, but the Carbon Edition looks ten times better than anything. It painted. really does. Yeah, like that's uh, even going over the past. And I'm a nostalgic person. I love classic cars because they don't go out of style. Like you yeah. look at an old car and you're like, "That's cool." The Ford GT now, I think, is the best car Ford's ever produced ever. Um, and that's controversial because of the V6, and yeah. I get that. But it's so functional. Yeah, but when I see what that V6 or, or feel what that V6 does in your Raptor, like right? Yeah, I, it it definitely swayed me, and I. Yeah, I think a V8 would be better. That'd be the the one perfection, but it performs so well. So what do you say to that when a car works so well? It's just, it's awesome. I've only sat in one of them. We were in... Jet Center? Yeah. No, here at Drivers Club. uh, Oh, yeah, yeah. In Forza. Yeah. Forza. Alan's car. He was on the show. Which, but I got to bring this up because it's kind of, and I don't know if I, I don't know if I brought it up or not, but the fact that... Many, like a year ago, we talked about the fact, well, it was almost a year ago, that we were at Driver's Club and Koenigsegg showed up with the Jesco and, yeah. the, and the world record car. Those car, that car, the Jesco was just introduced into Forza Ford Motorsports 4 like last week, which is really cool because we got to see kind of some of the process and then some of the cars, which is really kind of neat to see that car in this area and to see it around the world, but yeah. kind of a neat thing. Um, but back to the Ford GT. Um, and it's funny you bring up Jet Center because my phone has been blowing up with fo- Facebook memories of us being down in Jet Center the last few and years. And I was just so. in Scottsdale. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, I, and you know, it's, I'm hoping the world's going to come back. I'm hoping we're going to get car shows again. Things are starting to come around. So I'm definitely at that point where it's frustrating. I've had all of COVID lockdown to think of a lot of ideas and a lot of events. And we are now set up for events. We're set up to host events. We have our tent. We have a heater. We have tables. We have merchandise. We have more on the way. We have a great merchandise supplier. Like we have cool stuff to do. We just can't do it. It's driving me insane. It's tough. I mean, I don't know. This is, and it's funny because this comes out on Friday, and it, as everybody knows, it's going to be an interesting week. So as <laughs> things are, the, the world is changing. So, but either way, we're going to be at that Dirtfish event. Absolutely. I don't care. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, just to get out of the house. Like I was talking to my mom about that. My dad was like, "Can I come?" And I'm like, "Yeah, sure, you can come out. You know, whatever you want to do." But yeah, like. Uh, and I, I'm laughing because I won't have my car. Not that I would have, but right. I, I don't know if I would have taken it out on the course this time <laughs> because I took home a lot of souvenirs last time, um, including a few. Yeah, we could have resodded a freaking flower bed, <laughs> washing off the bottom of the car. Oh, I just remember sitting out in the rain, downpouring, pulling fifty pounds of sod out of the bottom of my car. But it is so much fun if you are an Avance member and you. And I think it's sold out. It now. is sold out. And I, and I brought this up and I forgot to talk to Adam about it, but I don't know. It, what what the spectator idea is? I I, I think I, I think it's strictly if you sign up to be with your car, you can spectate if you've signed up. But yeah, I don't think they're doing so. Spectator. This is a great opportunity to carpool and whatever your step, you know, whatever your view is on COVID. I encourage you all to be safe and I buy a suburban. Yeah, clear about that. But yeah. if you have friends that are going, post up and you or you can't go, you didn't sign up. Ask on Avanza Road if you can go somebody with somebody because this is so much fun. It's such a cool event. You don't have to hang out in a large group in a circle. You can actually just stay in your cars and do your thing, and it's if, it's if so this, fun. If the world was normal, it would still be a cool event. Yeah. I think I think it adds to the fact that how fun it is because we can't get out of our house. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so it's <laughs> – excuse me. Just choking on Rainier. Yeah. I didn't even take a sip. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> uh, it's been interesting. Yeah. Other news – I got more toys this week. I'm borrowing this one, though. I didn't buy. I didn't buy, to be clear. I have an awesome friend, JR, who helped me out. So ever since our episode with Linnea and... I don't, I don't want to stab you. I don't. <laughs> but you know I have a history with mountain bikes, and I now know. all of a sudden you have a mountain bike, too. You have a monkey... And, like, let, <laughs> let some of us, the rest of us, have some fun. It's been yeah. a week of toys. Cool. Amazon link's not applied here. <laughs> but <laughs> we okay. have... Ever since our episode with Linnea from Fluid Ride Mountain Bikes, and I have, we obviously have tons of friends that ride mountain bikes, and they're always giving me crap because they're like, when are you going to get one? When are you going to get one? And uh, obviously, I've overspent on a lot of toys lately. So I mentioned to a friend of mine that I wanted to get into this, and he listened to the show, listened to the interview, and he's like, you can borrow mine. He's, a, he's out of town training uh, some NFL folks, so he's got a really cool job. Just drop that. Yeah. So yeah. he's like, hey, just go grab mine. And, and so I've got this uh, Spartan 27.5, which for me, okay. To be really clear about our listeners, I've been riding a motorcycle my entire life, as I mentioned before. It's the complete opposite, because what you know about motorcycles, yes. I know about mountain bikes, but okay. So, and I have ridden maybe a total of combined 50 miles on a bicycle in my entire life. Fair enough. Literally. I That's am, a good bike to start on, by the way. Yeah, that's what, uh, I'm super happy with this, and so... I was giving Linnea crap. I'm like, I don't know if you understand what you've signed up for here. Like, you're going to be teaching a toddler to ride a bicycle. <laughs> so I warned her for you, too. Don't okay. Worry. Yeah, you're so, good. But, yeah. So she says She'll her, be an awesome teacher for you. Like, yeah. I mean, I, I, it's funny to go back to that. If, you, if you're if you into mountain biking, um, and we should link those videos. Like, 
the videos that she's doing with her with her job. Yeah, the whole the whole crew there at incredible. Fluid Ride is yeah. awesome. And everybody yeah. I've known, we have good friends that listen to the show. Derek, hey, how's it going? He, Hi, Derek. Yeah, he's actually Derek Del Conte is the one who actually told me that to check them out, and he and he was he was right. They're Derek, awesome videos. Derek must want to be my friend. I got a LinkedIn thing from him today. So Ooh, I accept. <laughs> I accept. You're welcome, Derek. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I will. Um, she's good at posting videos. So I'm going to try and work with them on not really a series, but like some comic relief for our listeners. Oh, I will for so them. come out and film that. Because I am admittedly totally a noob. I don't know what I'm doing. So I, I'm excited because I hopefully won't pick I won't have a bunch of bad habits. But I'm also going to crash a lot. So you'll be getting updates on my inevitable broken shoulder. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I think you're going to the problems you're going to have is not um, you're going to hurt yourself with the fact that you're used to going into a corner and really having to throw a ton of weight around with a bike. And with a mountain bike, you're going to throw your weight into it, and then the rear end's going to come out. And you're going to be too forceful if, I, if I'd say anything. But Probably. Again, are you going to go up to Doothy? Uh, probably Dokal or something like that. Dokal? Who's Dokal? I don't know Dokal. Oh. Right, up, right up there, Fall City. Oh, Dokal. Okay, yeah, I was I, I was thinking Doothy's in in, in some quality too, but yeah, um, yeah, there's so okay. much around here, and so she, it, you, uh, she's going to pick. I'm going to show up. Yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. Yeah, there's tons of really good trails out there. Great learning experiences. Great way. I mean, you can't hurt yourself too bad. I mean, I guess you could. You're talking about get blisters talking from trying to twist the right side of the grip, and it's yeah, not going to do, do that. Anything. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> um, and and I'm gonna even going to be a nice friend, and I'm going to teach you how the seat post thing works. Like somebody Before didn't it teach rails me. me yeah, in yeah, the, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You learn real quick. You push that button and it's down. But other than that, uh, it's yeah, that'll be fun. Um, it's funny because I was talking to her and I'm like, I'm like, because she has kind of a, the pulse on on bikes again. And I'm like, I'm like, would you look for one for me? Because I need to find a bike because I want to get out riding again because I miss it so much. But um, I'll just live vicariously through you. I'm, I'm, this is going to be my training. I'm going to drop yeah. all my cardio at the gym for this. And one of the requirements is going to be that yep. I ride to the gym unless it's like pouring down rain. But which is eight miles flat. It's flat. It's a flat eight miles. So that's not really a tough, tough ride. To Where's, be fair, is your gym still on the island? Redmond. I'm not going to ride to the ride. Oh, Mercer, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, but I also, I also. Oh, s- that is flat. That doesn't count. Yeah, yeah. So no, that's just to get your cardio up on the way to the gym. So you're not sure. doing cardio at the gym and focus on my, my strength training. So, <laughs> but it's. I'm yeah. laughing back because I remember when you and I used to lift weights together and we'd get in there and go cardio and we had to warm up and, like you would get on that rower and I I hate rowers. I, I love rowing. I hate it. Yeah. And I and I do who do I mean I, you know, it's obvious that I don't you know running's not really my first you know <laughs> thing. It's not my neither. Everybody goes oh, I don't have to outrun the bear I have to outrun you it just means I have to wrestle the bear so I'm good either way so <laughs> Timothy Treadwell kiss my butt <laughs> so yeah yeah so I am looking forward to that hopefully our listeners will get some good comedy relief because I admittedly I'm not going to be good at this, but I'm looking forward to sucking at something new and getting better at it. So I think that, that your love and talent of, of motorcycle riding is not going to hurt you. It's it's going to be the actual pedaling up the hills that's going to get you. <laughs> yeah. And you're in, you're in better shape than I am, and, and that being said, but it's it's not... You are a person that can take something and feel what, what, what the object underneath you, like the motorcycle is doing and, and the reaction, and so I think you'll be fine. The, the thing you're going to have to kind of get used to is, and I, like I was, we were laughing with Lene is, is the fact that like we're talking about bunny hopping and things like that. I'm like, I could totally bunny hop when I could ride because I had clip in pedals and there's no, there's no skills to bunny hopping when you have clip in pedals because you jump up, the bike comes with you. Yeah. But you know, making a, a bike jump without any clip in pedals is tough and I haven't done it for years. So I look forward to you riding that and, and I look forward to filming. I don't, I don't want you to crash because like, I, I need you. <laughs> so yeah. I, I mean, can still record with a few broken 
everything. Yeah, up your broken everything. Yeah, <laughs> you'd be surprised what a squirrel can do. Yeah, so yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. true. I'm yeah. gonna get some body armor though, just uh, one of those armored shirts because that's I'm used to riding with one. So I'm not going to go, not one of the heavy ones like I used to ride on the motorcycles, but it's kind of funny um, when you're riding off road on a motorcycle and you're used to wearing armor, you don't move. You get used to that armor and they're like, oh, there's a branch. You just oh, plow through you're it. Talk, okay. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> so, I would, you, you want, you want some knee pads, you want some elbow pads. I actually have some elbow pads. I think some lizard skins that would work for you um, that are already broken in too. Oh, nice. They've hit a few <laughs> things, but um, they're good. So yeah. yeah. It'll be cool. fun. And then, uh, see, uh, our friends at Drivers Club, we will be back there soon. We are going to be recording again at Drivers Club. Limited audience, of course. We are respecting the rules. And, of course, Drivers Club is asked that as appropriately asked out of us. Can't we do it like where we're in the window recording and everybody's on the front lawn cheering for us? Like That'd be awesome. Super c- okay, yeah, yeah. great. So, so good news from them. So we are still very happy to be back and working with Drivers Club and here still when we can. Like It's nice to have the, the spots. I, <laughs> I'm really looking forward to this opening again. Drivers Club or, or the Mount Side Tavern? Mount Side Tavern. Why why would we want it open? Then other people would be here. I know, I know. I don't want that. <laughs> COVID closed it for the rest of the year. Don't come here. Let's talk more about some events. Um, we're a little overdue for a break. Again, okay. this is just Nick and I today, so it's a shorter show, but we've got some good stuff. And I have a Carter Subaru tip of the week that I will deliver right after this break. We'll be right back. We spend an average of eight hours and 41 minutes a day facing screens. Laptops, smartphones, tablets, even digital refrigerators. But what are we really connected to? Isn't it time you connected to something greater? Sometimes the best way to connect is to disconnect. This moment of escape was created by Haggerty. For people who love cars. And we're back. Here we are. Yep. Still at the pub. I love this place. I love this bar. Me too. I mean, I miss Drivers Club. I'm not going to lie, but there we have. It's a different. It's just a totally different end survived. of the spectrum. Everybody yeah. wondered what would happen to us. We survived. Yeah. You're going to hear a lot about this. We've talked about it, but we're going to Rain City's going to do a bunch of stuff here. So yeah, as soon as we can. Uh, yeah, this is going to be the. And until we can, car, Dan and I are just going to hang out here by ourselves. So yeah, pretty fine. much in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's not the first time I've sat in a bar by myself. It's got a fireplace, so it's It does, it has a fireplace. And the deer are socially distanced with their masks. (laughs) Yes, there is a a little little buck here with a mask on. Big buck, He's got a backup on his uh, his other antler. Yeah, anyway. I lose all my masks. (laughs) You know, I I feel like there's, there's... there, you know, there used to be this this unknown land where all your like, half your socks went to. That same land is sucking all my masks away. I yep. don't know where my masks are going. Like, I f- it's like every few weeks one just pops up. Yeah, and I'm like, where did this come from? How did that even get there? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, so for this week's Carter Subaru tip of the week, it uh, is related to our off road event. For those of you who are enthusiasts of getting things muddy like us, uh, you may have come into the problem of a week's worth of washing the underside of your vehicle and still removing things. There is an easier way to do that. Um, Okay, so there's two methods. The first one is if you spend, if you have a pressure washer with detachable nozzles, which some of the cheaper electric ones don't, but the good ones do, you can swap it out to literally an undercarriage washer. You plug it into the bottom of your wand, and it literally pressure washes it's upside. A little, it's a little cart kind of thing, Yep, right? you can Nozzles. flip it upside yeah. down to do pavement, which is better to get the circular one for that, but this is literally meant for washing the underside of your vehicle. 
if you're just on a budget and that's totally fine, you don't want to buy a pressure washer in one of those, you grab a rainbow sprinkler, which is ones that go back and forth, back and forth, and you put it on one end of your vehicle and you just let that thing go for a little while. Then you move it to the other side and you keep letting it go and it will just slowly wash away all of your muddy pain. Oh, I've just been driving, on going to the boat docks and I drive the front end of the car <laughs> in and then I back it up and I drive the back end. You can get better with the back end because, you know, the front end you end up sucking water into the intake, but it's, you know, it's fine. <laughs> I don't know. Where would you get a goofy idea like putting a rainbow sprinkler under your car? Like what type of We just happen to know a guy who spends a lot of time off road who brought that up and I was like, you know, that is a great tip. Oh, of the you week. mean a guy that could afford to, you know, buy a lift and power wash it outside? Yeah. Yeah, that guy. Buys a rainbow sprinkler from Walmart. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Kind of target. Fine, target. <laughs> stupid and it works. It's not a stupid idea. Well, it, it it sounds extremely smart considering the last time I did the Avance event, I was under my car with a power washer. My myself, which by the way, don't do that. <laughs> There's a lot of reflective surfaces when you have a power washer under a Subaru. <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. You will, you will end up very muddy. Yeah, wear glasses. That's yes, all, that's wear, safety safety wear safety glasses. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, so those are. Uh, it's just a super simple way to clean the undercarriage of your car. Um, and you should. I mean, it, the amount of crap that you will do. I mean, just from even if you're going snow wheeling, the stuff you will find in in, in your in your skid pans uh, and and, I mean. We were looking. We were cleaning out the the Raptor after that one well, that first time, and I'm like, your A arms were just full of crap. Yeah, my, yeah. Everywhere, anywhere there could be dirt, there was dirt. Yeah. So this is a great way to do that with really no effort. Um, it's you know, obviously, if you're in a state where there's a water shortage, don't do that. Sorry, California. Move north. I don't know. I mean, and, and <laughs> truthfully, some of those like drive through touchless car washes when you drive in have a bar that will spray underneath, and if you just take your time, yeah, go real slow. Real slow. Um, they they have. They have warnings about not bringing in too dirty of a vehicle, but I'm like, well, why do you exist then? <laughs> well, I think that's just for the poor guy that has to clean up all the mess you <laughs> right. leave. But yeah, yeah, clean your stall if you go through a We've drive never done car that, wash. Though. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, know what. Yeah, who would yeah. do that? That's rude. Uh, it's very rude. <laughs> By the way, thank you for helping me wash my car this week because that's I don't know the last time that car was washed. So <laughs> probably See, the I, last I have time. Get, ever. I have to get rear-ended to wash my car. I don't. It, it's funny because with that Subaru, I just it's I so. Like I'm so anal about the rest of my cars, and but well, the inside's always and, clean, and, and the inside, all that. But yeah, but it looks better dirty. Yeah, as our audience well, said, it's, it's so wonderful here, to it have that better. thought in my head. Yeah, <laughs> inside thought. <laughs> it's nice. To, it's nice to use it. It's nice. It's fun to have it dirty. Same with the truck. When you get it all covered in mud, you're like, "This looks kind of cool. I don't want to wash it off." I don't want to bite into that stereotype, but I feel like if I drive around with my car and I've got the roof rack and the tire and everything, and my car is spotlessly clean, I look at people look at me and they're like, "He's never been off road." Yeah, you that know, spends so. a lot of time at the mall. <laughs> so I told you this earlier. So um, because the car is going in, I took the roof rack off. <laughs> yeah. and I got like four miles more of the gallon. <laughs> oh boy! So I think the roof rack's going to stay off for a while. Yep. Yeah, I, uh, financially wise, if I ever want to buy a Bronco, that's that's how I'm going to save all the money by doing that. Oh, good. You're welcome. Yeah. Speaking of which, I heard the Bronco. Oh, what a launch <sighs> mess. Um, I feel like Ford does this a lot and has for a I long time. I, I'll admit this: when I bought my when I bought my Raptor, my reservation about buying the Raptor yeah. was buying from Ford because they are a notorious nightmare to work with as a company. I, I think this is a supply chain. So. Yeah. As you know, my the original plan was the Subaru lease is up in June of 2022. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Take my it's shoes off the count. Yes, go ahead. So I thought what I would do is is in like January of next year is I would put in my order and everything like that, and then I'd probably get a car in six months, right? And I was hoping to kind of line it up. Well, now, Sub- uh, or sorry, uh, Ford is so pushed off by, by – 
different things as far as the, with the, the tires of the Sasquatch package with, and one of the holdups is the fact that the new, um, the, that, that tire that's on there, the Wrangler to have that word not on there is on the on Broncos because the Wranglers were built for the Wranglers. Obviously that's one of the holdups. The people that put in for their initial, like the initial launch vehicle are start, are going to start getting their cars in May of 2022, which means lonely people like me that want one aren't going to see one until probably, I mean, depending on how many they can crank out, like November, December of, of, of 2022, maybe. Stupid code. So I have to figure out what I'm going to do as far as like, do I, do I turn the Subaru back in for a lease or at the end of the lease and buy like a cheap Civic and just beat on it for a while? Or, you know, like you were saying, like maybe find a Tacoma. I say a Tacoma or a Wrangler just because they don't depreciate. Well, the other thing I can do is, is I can buy out the lease. I mean, the, the, the residual on the Subaru is high. It's like 15. But, I mean, <laughs> here's a funny story about the Subaru. I will have owned it two years in February, and I have 15,000 miles on it. So there's, <laughs> it's not high mileage. Yeah. So, I mean, I probably could get my money out of it after buying it. But it's, I don't know, it's, it's kind of a conundrum. Or do you just... I, I mean, I, I might have a, a Raptor for sale. No. <laughs> you, why would you get rid of the Raptor? Get another one. <laughs> oh, okay. That's different. Okay. That's different. Yeah. I can't afford your Raptor. I can't even afford your monkeys. <laughs> I, bu- I bought some other things. Everybody's like giving me, cr- by the way, Dan bought monkeys. Everybody's around me buying monkeys. Everybody's like, Nick, are you going to buy a monkey? And Nick is going to buy a monkey. We ha- I told many people we had a plan. I even sort of brought it up on Facebook. I didn't want to, but you made it public, so I had to. Um, <laughs> so um, I have to, and I, I bought some other um, personal defense items that um, took away from my monkey fund. So. Swords, they're back in fashion. Huh? Swords, they're back in fashion. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I tell you. I don't know. So, I mean, so I don't know. It's, it's, it's interesting because I, I actually email, I've been emailing with Ford a little bit. And, and, and I'll give them credit in the fact that a lot of the automatic emails are coming back. And they are explaining some of the things. But it's looking right now that, that people that ordered, like, the first edition and stuff like that aren't going to see cars until early next year. Yeah. So, which sucks. But, you know, I don't know. I, and that's another thing, too, is, like, I want to drive one, especially the difference between the 2.3 and the 2.7 and kind of see. 2.7. So I know I, the answer to that. I, I absolutely spec. I've been, I mean, I don't, if you're like me and, and if you're not, do it. And if, even if you don't want one, go on Ford's website and go through the spec. It's fun. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. I spec mine's two door, right? It's two door right now. It changes every day. And I mean, but <laughs> out the door, like, and I didn't do like the bad, I, I did, I did the Sasquatch package and all that, but out the door is like 46 right now. Yep. And so, um, it's still, I mean, you know, that's still, you know, even with it'd be 10% down, that's still like a $700 a month payment. So I'm going to, I got to figure out like, I, you know, you want, it's the funny thing is, is you want to buy the cheap model, but you want all the options, which just, you know, it's like, well, why don't you yeah. buy a Badlands? And it's funny because like on that base model, like between the two door and the four door, you between it's it's like a three three or four thousand dollar difference between getting extra doors, which I get because for storage and, and, and really using it and So I would say if it's my primary vehicle, I'd go yeah. the four door. Okay, but here isn't something that's interesting to me. So you know that the the, the, the new Broncos, the roofs they have basically the T the, the that's not T tops, but the, the front two panels come off like the Wranglers do. Yeah. And you can take off the rear the rear shell, okay? Yeah. Well, if you have roof racks, the the Ford built in roof racks, the roof racks come off with the top of the shell. Mm. So you can't continue to have your like you can't have the basket up there. Well somebody's gonna make an adapter. It's not an adapter. 
it's bolted in. It's bolted into the roof. It won't even bolt into the roll bar that's underneath. Now, if you've seen a Bronco without the roof on it, all the roll bars are painted the same color, and mm-hmm. they don't have a center bar. So it's a clear roof. But yeah, you have to take off. You literally have to unbolt it from the frame uh, uh, up front. And it bolts into the windshield, and there are caps that Ford gives you to bolt into there. And then basically, if you pull off the the, the rear clam, um, if it's and I'm talking about the soft shell. I'm talking about the what does Ford call it? The cl- the the the, the color through plastic, which basically, just so we're clear, all they're doing is using plastic pellets that are all the same color for the, so it's not like just like where if you scratch something, which is kind of cool. Like if, you, if you're going down the road and you scratch your top, the whole, the whole panel is the same color, so you can't really tell. No. Okay. But yeah, you lose the roof racks. And if you lose the roof racks, you can't have your light bar up there. There's a little, like the Ford light bars and things like that. And I, there's a lot of little quirks that are coming out about the car that's kind of interesting. So basically, if you buy a four-door, you're really only going to be able to take off the front roof unless you want to take off. I mean, and it's they've made it very easy with the Bronco bolts and all that. Just, you know. Yeah. But it's everything has to come off. I've watched multiple, multiple videos on it. I mean. That's uh, why I'm buying the Gen 2. Yeah. A Gen 1 Ford anything is a test, you know, trial and production. There's a website I, I found, or not a website, but a, a YouTube channel called Bronco Nation. And it's these guys. Oh, yeah, and, I've seen and they, that, yeah. And they've, they, have, they have worked through the soft top. They've worked through the hard top they, and everything. And just, I, I, I encourage you, even if you're thinking about it, go out and watch them. Because it's, they're showing people, they're not paid by Ford. Ford has loaned them vehicles. But they're going, look, this is what happens when you do this. This is what happens. Um, so it's kind of interesting. But it's also kind of a conundrum of like, you know, what are you going to do? Ford's screwing up my plans. Yeah, if they can ever start building a thing, I think the Wrangler's finally going to have some competition, like the FJ was. Yeah. Like, it's like, this is like a better FJ. Why did Toyota ever stop making the FJ in America? They're worth as much as they were new now. Why no. does Toyota do a lot of things, though? I don't know. Well, you, you know, you and I were talking about that, about the Forerunner and the fact that, you know, they're so expensive to buy, but the parts to put on them are not. Yeah, kind of odd. Yeah. So I'm working on a fourth-gen Forerunner for a buddy right now, and I did a headlight upgrade for him. I'm doing some LEDs with HID Kit Pros and some other just odds and ends that I'm fixing on the thing. And I was like, man, everything's so cheap for this. Not Land Cruiser. No. Land Cruiser is not cheap, and nothing is cheap. But uh, the Forerunner's are a really great buy as far as upgrading and building. And until Ford gets their stuff figured out with the Bronco, that's still a really good option, by the way, for anybody out there. Expensive, but you get a really modifiable vehicle. And they've got a new one coming next year. New platform for the Tacoma and the, the Forerunner, apparently. We'll see. Which is Toyota, so I don't worry about as much worry as much about buying a Toyota first year as I do a Ford. But um, I was helping my dad move some stuff into their storage unit uh, yesterday on on Sunday, and we pulled in there, and, and right sitting next to our car was a brand new, like this forest green Lexus. What's the biggest Lexus LX five seventy? The five seventy, the Land Cruiser. Oh my oh, god. god! Yeah, it had dealer plates on it too. But I was I was talking last to guy, year for it. Oh my god, that was gorgeous. Twenty twenty one. I mean, you look at it and you go, I wouldn't, it, and, I, and it was so pretty, I was like, I'd never want to take this off-road. Like, it's so. But you could. <laughs> but you could. Like, it was. Uh, and they'll so, get you back, uh, unlike well, the Land Cruiser. Yeah. So, or Land Rover. So, they're, they're, they're getting rid of the Land Cruiser totally here? Yeah. yeah. All gone for the U.S. market. Why? They're just not selling enough. It's almost like they if they can, marketed anything. Them, or you can't get them. Because I remember when we had, we had some friends that bought them and you couldn't get them. Like, because people in Qatar and, and every place. They were buying all the white ones. Yeah. Uh, that's a thing over there. And we don't. They became available again, but Toyota just wasn't putting the numbers out. But again, it's kind of one of those weird things like Toyota put nothing into making that a proper vehicle because large SUVs still sell. Look at the Navigator right now of all things, which is beautiful, by the way. The Navigator is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. But large SUVs, for some reason, aren't selling for a Toyota, which 
again, just brings you back to bad marketing because it's a great vehicle. They just haven't really done anything with it. The 570 is a long overdue transplant. The 570 V8 is old. When's the last time you ever saw an ad for a uh, 570? Yeah, exactly. Like you or have to cruiser. know they exist. Yeah. 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 So it's one of those things like they didn't do any marketing with them. I'm like, well, why do you think they died? You didn't tell anybody they existed. But I don't think they would die. I think no. if people really, I think They're the, awesome. the suburban owners and the Escalade owners, by the way, the new Escalade is absolutely epically awesome yeah um i think people that that, i I think if they knew that they existed they would still buy them so yeah then there's chevy with their blazer what in the (laughs) hell is that i don't know spare parts bin i don't know i look at that and i go what the heck here we had some leftover stuff throw it on an suv it'll sell (laughs) speaking of suvs you don't need i was watching savage garage and they were on a drag strip with a new jeep srt to hellcat Oh, that thing's awesome. Running quarter miles at 9.9 in an SUV. And I'm going, Jesus. I know somebody who has one of those, and she has a ski rack on the top and snow tires. T- drives it all the time. That thing is awesome. <sighs> but, like, it's it's like when the X5M came out. Yeah. I, I didn't get it. I, there's a running meme right now about how, like, everybody's like, well, let's make the Mustang electric. Let's let's kill off the Camaro. Then there's then there's Dodge over there, like, put a Hellcat motor in it. <laughs> 700 plus horsepower in the minivan. Let's do it. Keep joking. <laughs> the, the internet trolls were noticing, like, Chevrolet made some, uh, some announcement, and there was a bunch of cars in the background, and it was an SUV with Corvette headlights. <laughs> which they think is going to be Chevy's answer to the Mach 5 or whatever. The, the uh, Mach-E the Mustang. The Mustang, whatever it is, so yeah. I don't know. So the, the the note from the audience is that McLaren just set a new record for fastest quarter mile, fastest zero to 60. David, what was that? Uh, oh, the 765. Yeah. yeah. Are you kidding? Do you remember when we were, we were th- it was amazing, that we were under threes, and now I mean, you're getting Porsches from the factory that are under right. threes. Right, so that, that number was 2.1 seconds in zero to 60. And what was the quarter? 9.3 at 151 miles an hour. Now that's even more impressive because that car is strictly rear-wheel drive. There's no electric assist. There's no all-wheel drive. So you're saying in, in the today's day and age, the Fast and the Furious, Dom would be like, you owe me a 10-second car. And he'd probably be like, let's just go to the McLaren dealership. I'll get yeah. you a 2.1. <laughs> you can buy a Demon for 100 grand. I mean. I, you know, and I brought this up, speaking of, of little quirks and things like that, I brought this up to Dan. We were talking about the new Ram TRX or whatever. Yeah. Little quirks. Oh, yeah. This is a cool one. I, I like I like. The if you haven't, okay, find a video about it because at the, at the moment, Ram is kind of beating, kind of beating the Raptor. Kind of. Yeah, it's really heavy, but it's still fast. And it has on the airbox, it has a picture of the T Rex uh, eating Raptors. Eating a Raptor, and then when you go inside the cabin, you open it up. There's a T Rex, and then there's a very small Raptor underneath him. Like, yeah. Just little shots in for which I go, you know, it's healthy, healthy competition. Yeah, I love that kind of stuff. And I mean, it, the, supposedly the new Raptor is going to come in a few different trims with the GT500 Mustang supercharged V8 and a upgraded twin turbo V6 with 500 horsepower. How plus. is that supercharger going to work with slow crawl? Eh, I think it'll be fine. But you're not going to be able to spool it up. It's going to be low. You don't need to, though, at slow crawl with that gear reduction because you've got the uh, gear, gear reduction. reduction. So you don't really okay. have to have that. You don't want that kind of power. That You're just going to be spinning wheels and breaking yeah, stuff. Yeah, but you want to be able to have the power to grab and, and get over that. Let's well, so. got more than that. More than enough with a V8. Yeah, so Okay. I, don't I mean, you think about it, you can throw a four-cylinder in it for crawl as long as your gear ratio is low enough. Broncos, Broncos, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So hmm. it's it's a fun poke, though. It's, it's a fun poke. Like, we need I, more of that. I, I, I like that. I like the healthy competition. I think that'll be... 
kind of fun. I noticed that uh, some YouTuber jumped his and and, total, and basically totaled it already over a creek. <laughs> Shocking. Looked really good, by the way, <laughs> till it hit. Uh, but, <laughs> That's uh, the Dukes of Hazard way. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, the good old boys. <laughs> Looks great so, until yeah. the, you watch. I, I was laughing at a video so, of that. It, that ruined my childhood. When I went and looked at the videos of the Dukes of, of the yeah. Charger actually landing, like, yeah. It's in the show, too, which, I mean, this is, I mean, it, what's funny is, like, there's a show that could never be remade again. <laughs> but, no. But watching the car fold with every jump, I'm just like, oh, my word, they ruined so many Chargers. I want to know what happened to all, because everybody wants them now, and, like, you well, know, they used to do that Dukes of Hazzard reunion where they jump one every year, yeah. and then now they're too expensive, and yeah. you will probably run out of most towns for having a well, now, no, they're, flag. What they're doing now, and apparently is, is you can take the body and you put it on a, um, a Crown Vic frame. Oh, yeah, it's a truck chassis, so, yeah. I guess. I don't know. Who knows? That's so funny. Oh, uh, the good old racial days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I mean. We didn't know. Nobody knew at the time. It was just Nobody good old bootleggers. That. <laughs> yeah, of the eighties, with a uh, Confederate day, flag, and you and could jump the your car, or you'd get in your black Trans Am, and it would talk to you. I've always wanted one of those lights on the front of my car. Go, whoa, whoa. You can still I get just, them pretty cheap now. Yeah, I just wanted the guy to talk to me in the car. I just wanted somebody to talk to me. What was that guy's name? I always thought it was Mister Feeney. Uh, for years, I thought it, I know they're two different people. Are you sure? I'm almost positive that they're different. The voice of Kit. His Higgins. Higgins. Yeah, Higgins, Higgins from, okay, Higgins, hold on. Higgins, Take, taking okay. a pause for the show right yeah. now, I'm going to look this up. Okay. Grandpa, what do you call this thing again? It's a 66 Ford Bronco. I think you got ripped off. Why is that, honey? It's got no Wi-Fi, no USB port, no Bluetooth. Exactly. I guess we'll just have to talk. Sometimes the best way to connect is to disconnect. Is that the window button? It's called a window crank. Cool. The faster I move it, the faster it goes down. This moment of escape was created by Haggerty. Being old is kind of cool, Grandpa. Works for me. For people who love cars. And we're back, so. I'm never wrong. You were wrong in this particular case. Okay, but I was, we, I was wrong in the fact that I thought that Kit's voice was the guy from Magna P.I. I was wrong about that. So it turns out the guy from Magna P.I. is John Hillerman. Okay. And the guy from, the guy who voiced Kit was William... Uh, William Daniels, and he is also Mr. Feeney in Boy Meets World. Think about Kit saying, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Matthews. Right. <laughs> Come up to the front of the class, yeah. Yeah. I, uh, we were all confused on that one. But now our listeners know. Different people. And knowing Important is half stuff. the battle, speaking of <laughs> 80s phrases, yeah. Yeah. I miss the 80s. I'll say it. G.I. Joe, He-Man. <laughs> I still listen to a ton of 80s inspired music, so I, just, I never left really. I love, I've always loved the 80s. <laughs> I refuse music. to leave the 80s. <laughs> yes, I'm still stuck there. And it finally came back, so I'm cool again. <laughs> That's the thing. I, I've said it before. People come back like, oh, did you see these neon colors? They're brand new. Like, no, they're not. I was skiing in those so that you could find me in a ditch. <laughs> I was discussing with a friend about like the ideal You're way not to, allowed do... to have other friends. That I know, I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was discussing with an imaginary friend. Oh, good. Well, it would be fun to do with property. Like, if I had a much property, I'm trying to get property and build, which is, turns out, damn near impossible here unless I move to Snohomish and beyond to, like, Monroe. Speaking of that, if anybody knows any property in the Fall City area. Yeah, Fall City. I'm just putting it out there. I'll put it out there in the universe. I am shopping. I am ready to buy. And there is nothing to buy that is like, well, here's your stream that you can't build on. Ever. Literally, a river runs through it. Yes, That'd literally. Movie. Yeah. yeah. Here's yeah. your 22 acres of fishing land. <laughs> you don't like the fish. That you can't step on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, anyway. 
so I was discussing it. I was like, I should do some gates with like an old Trans Am up on blocks with T tops and like an old like white trash double wide in front, and then my houseway in the back. <laughs> so everybody, oh, these are the gates. Yeah. So about the gates, because then it's like if you look at the meth house, nobody wants to go in there and mess with you. You'll never get any salesmen. You'll never get any religious solicitation. They'll just be like, hmm. Kicking back to the 80s, what was the movie with Chevy Chase? He was driving a 7 Series, and John Candy and Dan Aykroyd were in it. And they Nothing both. But Trouble. Yes. It was a 3 Series. And it was a 7 Series. It's a 3 Series. It was a 7 Series. It was brand new. I and guarantee you. The, yeah, his guest says, this is a Beamer. Uh, step it, it's a Beamer. And then John Candy opens the manifolds on the patrol car, catches oh. up, and then there's Demi Moore, John Candy, uh, yeah, Chevy but, Chase. But remember, they had the whole yard he had to drive yeah, through in, in the front Aykroyd. gate. But yeah. 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 Okay. I still think it was a seven series, but yeah, either way, <laughs> I'm never wrong. Uh, so, yeah. You know I'm going to look it up that's now. Reminds, that was, reminds me, yeah. Guaranteed. How do you even look that up? Like, uh, nothing but trouble, BMW? I think it was a seven because all of them were in it. It was a, it was a big car. Oh, you're right. Boom, you win. It's a 1983 or 84 733i. <laughs> oh, the- back when BMWs had threes, fives, and seven. And it, maybe an eight. You know what's funny is that was probably a 3.3 liter. Oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> it only had the engine from a three series in it. Absolutely, yeah. But it's a, it was, the film was 1991, so that's a really dated car for the time. At the time, it's kind of weird. But at the time, it was, it was a brand new car, and at the end of the movie, no, they cut it in half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. That's funny. That's a terrible movie, by the way. It's weird. Let's put it that way. When D- John Candy plays the girl, yeah. <laughs> well, Dan Aykroyd, I think, directed, oh. which Dan Aykroyd was Ghostbusters. Like he was the he's a huge sci-fi nerd. He, he, so. he was in Ghostbusters. He didn't direct Ghostbusters. No, no but he was. Uh, it was that he was, wrote Ghostbusters. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Yeah. And did you know that Dan Aykroyd owns that Skull Vodka? That's yeah. his. Yeah. 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 So weird. Anyway. Things you, learn, things you learn from Rain <laughs> A little off the rails yeah, here, but yeah. Sorry. But anyway, it's car trivia. <laughs> exactly. Harold Ramis. Yeah, Harold Ramis did Ghostbusters. Thank you. Rest in peace. I think he passed away. Anyway. Yeah. No, Ivan Reitman did Ghostbusters. Harold Ramis was in it and helped rewrite it because Dan Aykroyd, he comes from Canada and his parents, he, he he's a stern believer in the afterlife and, and ghosts and things like that. And he yeah. wrote it. Yeah. And so. UFOs too. He's Yep. And st- oh, oh, I can't yeah. beat Stripes. Oh. Yeah. We're yes. talking about the Clive Owen BMW films. Madonna was, who's the guy who uh, got famous from that? Uh, Clive Owen. Yes. Guy, it was Clive Owen also did, but Guy Ritchie is who I was thinking of as well, who got a big part in that. If you he, have, he, I he mean, the started. Madonna one, especially when he throws her out on the curb. Oh, yeah, that's hilarious. Great. Anyway. What else is happening in the automotive world? Like, I, I haven't seen a ton of, like, we're not doing Scottsdale this year. There's not. I mean, there's a there's a bunch of cars that are going up for auction. By the way, some really yeah, high end cars. Yeah, Meekum's posted a bunch of stuff. Well, I think uh, Meekum just did it. Uh, Carol Shelby's Cobra went across yeah, the block. Yeah, his original one did. Yeah, didn't see what it sold for though. Too much, like five point seven, I think. Yeah, I think that's what it was. I don't know. I'm never wrong, but who knows? Six million wrong. bucks. Carol Shelby's 1965 Shelby sold this week for $6 million. Uh, it's funny because, and I don't think a lot of people, it, it's not anymore, but uh, for a long time, there was some of the, a lot of the rich Shelby history, especially the GT or the 350s and the 350Rs. The first cars were here. They were kept in Pacific Northwest yeah. by a local collector. Um, yeah, he just sold them all, so that's not really a secret anymore. I guess it's, yeah, it's right in a secret. Yeah, so Otzbach is, uh, the, was the collector here, and he sold all those. So. Yeah. You know what I, was interesting? Speaking of some cars we've talked about before, and I noticed, and I think that they're taking it on, is that Park Place is taking on Fisker. That's right. They just did their installation this week. That's yeah. a good talk to bring up. So if you're uh, in for something new, 
Um, you remember get yelled, being getting yelled at at the, in downtown Carmel over that? <laughs> so there was the Fisker Karma, and then somebody bought somebody bought the company, and the car the car company's name is now Karma, Karma not Fisker. But, but the car is not called the Fisker Karma; it's the Karma something, something. else. Yeah. but it looks just like the Fisker yeah. Karma with some updates. And if you were a salesman three year, two years ago down in Monter- in Car- Carmel, you were kind of a. <laughs> 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 it's like you know. Explain the story to me. Don't treat me like a child. Like yeah. we're not Fisker Karma. We're Karma, whatever. Like, and obviously he yelled at me, and I remembered everything. <laughs> but yeah, that's kind of neat. I I always thought that was a really cool car. I remember when they had the dealership in downtown it Bellevue, is, and yeah, the yeah. design has actually aged really well. It's a good looking car, minus the weird keyholes in the door, which I don't know if it's been fixed or not. I haven't seen that in a while. Like, it's a pre production one that we saw in Carmel. Because Fisker. Designed the Z8. He designed the Aston Martin DB9 for B. Yeah, Z8 for BMW. Yeah, really great designer. Yeah, and then he tried to start his own car company because everybody knows that works well. <laughs> yep. Worked for Elon. <laughs> oh, sort of. speaking of that, and I know you're going <laughs> to be a little man, not richest man, richest man. You're going to be a little depressed about this because you are a huge fan of this car, Jerry. I, I forgot his rig, yeah. Rigment or W E I G E R T. He's the owner and founder of Vector. Yeah. And Dan has talked about Vectors before many times because it's this awesome supercar, which ironically John Oxbach used to have one. <laughs> yeah, so Vector's my unicorn. It's yeah. the one, not the, I've seen the W12, which is, ba- which is basically just a rebodied Diablo. I yeah. have never seen the W8, the original Vector W8 twin turbo. I have never seen, it's the only car in my entire list that I've never seen in person. And I have had a poster of one on my wall since I was a kid. I don't have one now, of course, but I, I, back when I was a kid, that was like the car for me. Shauna made you take it down. Huh? She did. Yeah. So, <laughs> but yeah, that that's my holy. That's my unicorn. That's the car I've always wanted to see, and the car I've always wanted to drive. And I've never been in one. So it, it's funny because I found it out because of our mutual Facebook friend, Claire. Uh, your favorite buddy in his P one is Clarence. Uh, he he yeah, sack, yeah. He I think he had one. I think he did too. Yeah. And so, so it was a car featured in Rising Sun with Wesley Snipes and Sean Connery. Yeah, and it had it was so far ahead of its time. It had a stupid three-speed transmission in it and a really weird design, but it did 200 plus back in a time when that was the most terrifying thing under the sun. Yep. When you couldn't go to the lot and spend you know 40 grand on a used C6 Z06 and do 200 miles an hour, this was 15 years ahead of that. So there's so it's a, such a cool car. Like it's so if, 80s. You're, if you're a car person, if you've never seen it, go look it up. I mean, it it, it looks like it was built for you know the, the flight of the navigator kind of thing or the. What was the movie with the alien car that blew everybody up? Uh, the Wraith? Was it no? Was it was was it a Vector in that movie too? No, that was a Chrysler actually pre-production four-cylinder right. turbo tube chassis. I can't remember the name of that thing, but it, Chrysler Interceptor. That's what it's called. Okay. Yeah, it was Looks, Dodge. Kind of the same thing, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of that weird, crazy 80s style. Um, yeah. That was Charlie Sheen, early movie for him. But um, anyway. Uh, Back when he was normal. One of my favorite movies, actually, just nostalgia-wise. I loved early car movies. But yeah, the Vector was always has always been my unicorn. And I've seen every other car I've ever wanted to see in my entire life. I've never seen a W8 in person. Yeah, because we've seen the W12. The W12 is here, but yeah. yeah, Katz has had it a couple times actually, yeah. yellow one, and it, which is still a cool car in its own right. Because it's, but that was after There's a weird. There's not that many of them out there. Period. No, like, and that's that technically not a Vector as we know it. It's it was a company bought out Vector. It was actually the company that bought Lamborghini as well. Created created this weird W12. That's why they were able to make it, and then Dodge bought them out. It, weird story there behind Vector. Look at the Wikipedia page on Vector. It's a weird... There's a couple of companies in car history that had just have super weird histories. Vector is one of them. So is Lamborghini, for that matter. 
Yeah. Who, who's on first? Everybody forgets there's a real uh, small gap between the uh, the original Viper V10 and the V10 that's in yeah. Lambos. So, yeah. Yeah, they're really similar for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Dodge owned them or something. They're right, like yeah. Chrysler, yeah. Two cylinders missing on one of them. <laughs> Who knew? Yeah. Who knew? Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, rest in peace. That's still my, my childhood and, like, dream car, and it still looks like a childhood There can't be car. that many of the, of the W8s out there. No, there's almost, I think there's like less than 30, I want to say. Yeah. And they're around, and they, they got around the world because they're, they're, they're big time collector cars. So. I'm sure there's one collecting dust in the desert somewhere, which makes me sad, but yeah. Some hidden away. Yeah. We'll, we'll find you one. Thanks. If anybody knows where the, the W8 is, tell Dan. If there's anyone local that I can go see, I would love to go see it and just look at it. I don't expect to drive it. I don't expect to go for a ride in it. I would just love to see it. And that's a car I would take a journey to go see. There was one in Portland that I missed that I really want, a purple one actually. And it sold before I had the chance to go down there and get to it. And I would have driven down there. I just didn't have time. And so if there's one local to Washington or around the area, I think there was one in Boise for a while. It's one of those weird cars that just shows up in random spots. You're like, here's one in Nebraska. What? <laughs> time traveling. <laughs> yeah. So if anybody knows of one, I'd love to see it. I didn't realize, I've noticed as of recently, there's a huge hypercar collection collections in Ohio. Where's some tax law or something maybe? I don't know, but there's there's uh, there's a couple of, of you know I, I tend to get a lot of a ton of a ton of my automotive news from YouTube stuff, but the Triple F collection is there, and there's mm. a ton of hypercars in Ohio. I don't know where it's coming from, but yeah, it's good men in Cleveland, Midwest farming. <laughs> we had a yeah, good corn. Say. We had a good corn year, honey. Let's buy a Koenigsegg. <laughs> So, everybody hey, knows that. There's a lot of money in John Deere, so I wouldn't put right? it past them. I don't right. know where they're based out of, but... Can you get a Koenigsegg in John Deere green? Please. I would if I get John Deere. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I think that'd be ugly. I am interested to see that new Koenigsegg, for, uh, the, the, the four-seater that's coming out. Yep. That'll uh, be kind of interesting. You know, we haven't heard any news on it in a while. We need to follow up on it. I've been trying to track down Jared is SSC. <laughs> Whatever happened to that SSC uh, record? They, they that? did it again, and they didn't come anywhere close. They did do a second run, and they did they had multiple things, and there was wins and things like that. But and they didn't come like I expected them to come within a few, but they didn't come like I don't I don't like I don't know if they got over like two hundred and twenty miles an hour. Like they, yeah, it's not good. Yeah, and they had they had invited a bunch of YouTubers in a bunch of the you if you don't know when they made the first run. The, they they said that they were verified. They weren't. The companies that, that that used the verification said they weren't verified. Yeah, the GPS company and said. And then no. there was a bunch of these people out there that are you know these brainiacs that took the videos and broke it down, mm-hmm. and were looking at the the road markers and saying how fast they were going. And then they, and then they had some video with uh, of of a of a Bell helicopter flying beside it at at two hundred or three hundred miles an hour, and the helicopter won't go, go that fast. Miles an hour. So it's been kind of a controversy. But um, yeah, but actually, did, that's a really easy calculation to mar- make if you look at the mile markers. All you have to do is time the mile markers. Well, they were doing the mile markers, but they were also doing the white lines. They were timing the white lines as well. Huh. So, I don't know. Uh, that was Shmi 150 um, and a couple other people that were kind of called their BS, and then they and that was the thing. They secretly, they quietly they were down in Florida. They went and did another run and it didn't do anywhere near what they thought mm. it was going to do. I think, the really car's capable of, I think the car's capable of it. So, We'll see. I um, hope it is. I want to. I love seeing records like that broken. Like I have no interest in me in buying a car, but it, it's still cool to see it done. I don't know. I think the only car that took longer to come to market. Well, this is this has taken longer than the NSX coming, the new NSX <laughs> coming to market. But other than that, there's not much else. Considering 12, 11, 12 years ago, we saw the same car. For so. the nerds on the show, we used to call the NSX the Duke Nukem Forever of cars. Yes. <laughs> because yep. it, uh, yeah, it took forever. And then it 
and ended up being like Duke Nukem and Forever. It was driven by <laughs> giant blonde guys that kill aliens. Duh, Duke Nukem. <laughs> right? Maybe that's Johnny Bravo. Actually, Sorry, <laughs> that's Duke Nukem. But oh, okay. I really like. I actually really like the new NSX. I'm very. I'm in that tiny margin of people that really think it's a great car, but it's a fantastic car to drive. I just not for the price point. That was all. I gotta drive one. I know where one is. I know a few. Yeah. If I could just get him to leave the country, then I know I'd be left alone. Yeah, go back to London. <laughs> yeah. I know he's you listening. Know, you know who you are. Go back to London. <laughs> leave the keys. <laughs> It'll be fine. So. No, it's a, it's a great car to drive. I just I don't think I'd pay 200 like they were planning for it. That's for sure. It's a beautiful car, though. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, we are look for, looking forward to seeing our Avance Off-Road members this Saturday in... Yeah, that's the only event we really have on the radar. I, a little bird told me there was another one coming up in February, though. Well, I, th- I think uh, initially their their plan was to do one monthly. Yes. But it's been tough. When Was it October? Yeah, October was okay. the last yeah, time. Yeah, I was going to say, was the last time we the were there. The last time we watched your car, yeah, October. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> that's true. That's sad. But yeah, I, I'm excited. I'm just I'm excited to get the heck out of the house. So. Yeah, so uh, if you haven't joined Avance, you should because you could be there collecting prizes that we're handing out that aren't junk. We don't do these crappy like, oh, I don't really need this prizes. We do prizes you actually want because that's a rule we have. Yeah, and, and I don't think many people notice this. Like when you set up a sponsorship with somebody and they, they give you things to give away and then you look at it and go, do we have to give that away? <laughs> we have one thing we're giving away that I'm like, oh, I don't want to give it away. But yeah, yeah, so yeah. we will never be that group of people who, that gives away stuff you don't want. This who, is all stuff you want. Whoever gets that product, and we will talk about it next week. Um, you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to tap us over to your house because I want to see it work. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to use cool it. stuff. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to that. Um, I'm looking forward to next month's um, sign up if, for the Avant Software Road members. What you should be, you need to sign up right away to these events. Like if they if they announce it, you got to be like, I'm in. Where do I sign up right away? Because people are desperate for awesome good times, and as soon as we have the ability to announce them, we have so much in the works for people to be look forward to. So 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 much. We have focused a lot on building. How do we say this? Building a way to make great events. So. Even I don't know what the hell he's talking about. <laughs> It's I mean, so ga- secret, I don't know. Gathering equipment, finding places oh, to have God, events, yeah. partners that you will want to meet and do cool stuff with, uh, lots of partnerships with Avance, a lot of partnerships with our sponsors. Like, There's a lot of cool stuff in the works. We're just waiting for oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the state to say, we can do that. <laughs> so there's a lot of stuff we have to keep low-key for the sake of uh, not getting sued. <laughs> I don't think you get sued by this you get I think, sued, I think, you, I just think get, you just disappear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which would be ironic if they sent the state patrol after us. But that's a different story. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, I think that kind of wraps up this episode. It's a little sporadic. I'm not really sure how much of it will actually make it to the uh, real reels, but we'll see. Some creative editing. Some creative Check editing. Ooh, you are full of some vinegar today. Caffeine. Aren't you? You, oh, caffeine. caffeine. Oh, that's what it is. Caffeine okay. and little alcohol. And meat sticks. Yeah. A lot of meat sticks. They're delicious. They're in the truck. Would you like one? No. I, d- I, <laughs> I don't want to gross out our... our <laughs> no, I you don't want one. You live alone. It's fine. No, I don't want one. I can smell them anyways. Scare so, off the birds. Oh, good God. <laughs> it's scaring me off. <laughs> Makes me want to ride in the back of the truck. Well, uh, I might kill the canary. It's fine. <laughs> I have one. You're not a miner. Don't kill the bird. Oh, God. She'd kill you. <laughs> I taught him to play tag. Your bird to play tag. Yeah, he sits on my monitor while I work, so I tap my finger and he runs over and bites it real quick and runs back. It's really cute. <laughs> I need to get you out more. Um, <laughs> I've been in lockdown a long time. More than once a week. Like we need to get you out more. <laughs> so.
So, all right. Well, for this episode of RCS, I'm Nick. I'm Dan, and don't just get there. Enjoy the drive.